KSVY Sonoma. This is KSVY 91.3 FM. The following show is brought to you today by El Segundo Tuna. What a wonderful tasting tuna. El Segundo Tuna is located in beautiful El Segundo, California, and off the coast of the sunny shores of the sunny beaches of El Segundo comes tuna, and made with care. El Segundo Tuna comes in a can or a pouch, and from every pouch to every can, El Segundo Tuna is guaranteed not to taste like spam. <laughs> well, El Segundo Tuna is available to you online now at www.elsegundotuna.org. So look for it today, and it also is on your grocery shelves and in restrooms at local rest stops along Highway 5. So remember that El Segundo Tuna is a snack treat and tasty too. And it comes from where the sewer meets the Due sea. Due to some violent content, parental discretion is advised. Hello! Hello! Hello. Turn on that radio and back here. The cops ain't likely to catch up with us, not tonight. So we can all be quiet and peaceable and have a few beers together and listen to the music. Love is good for anything that ails you. Maybe there is nothing love can do. Love is good for anything that ails you. How's about a sweet romance or two? A kiss will step you up. A little hug will step you up. If dreams have kept you up, you don't need pills, you need thrills. Love the precious thing that never fails you. Love is good for anything that ails you.
anything that ails you. Good morning and welcome to Jeff's Joint right here on KSVY 91.3 FM. I am Jeff Gilbert and will be for the next two hours as we invite you to join us through a journey through the great American songbook. And love is in the air. Love is good for anything that ails you. A tune that was originally written for a film called The Hit Parade back in 1937 on the Republic lot down in Hollywood. That was filmed with Francis Langford and the great Phil Regan. But that was Ida Sue McCune and Billy May in his orchestra from the 1980 film Pennies from Heaven that starred Steve Martin and Bernadette Peters. Welcome to our program. The password is always Swordfish, and we are sponsored by El Segundo Tuna. Love is in the air, and we'll start things off with a nice little tune by George Hall and his orchestra, along with Dolly Dawn vocally, recorded in New York for the Vocalion label on April 20th, 1938. Fresh off the film Coconut Grove that starred Fred McMurray as a band leader. Harriet Hilliard was in that before she became Ozzy's uh, wife. And uh, a few others were in that film as well. Harry Owens and his Royal Hawaiian Hotel Orchestra were in that film, a Paramount film. But anyway, welcome to the program, and I'll quit rambling because fall in love, fall in love, says my heart. <laughs> Instead, and I'm wise to that scheme. 
heart and soul. I fell in love with you, heart and soul. The way a fool would do madly. Because you held me tight and stole a kiss in the night. Heart and soul, I beg to be adored, lost control. And tumbled overboard gladly That magic night we kissed There in the moon mist Oh, but your lips were thrilling Much too thrilling Never before were mine so strangely willing but now I see what one embrace can do. Look at me, it's got me loving you madly. That little kiss you stole held all my heart and
the thrill. I guess I always will. I hope we'll never depart. Dear, with your lips to mine, a rhapsody divine. Sing with the strings of my heart. Recorded in Hollywood in the Decca Studios on July 29, 1939, Victor Young and his orchestra backing up Young Judy Garland with Zing Went the Strings of My Heart. Written by James F. Hanley back in 1934 for a musical review called Thumbs Up and also reprieved in the movie Listen, Darling, in 1938. That Judy Garland co-starred with Freddie Bartholomew, Walter Pigeon, and Mary Astor. And... That was an MGM film, of course. And before that, we heard B. Wayne with Mr. Larry Clinton and his orchestra from 1938, September 1st in New York in the Victor Studios. That song came out of a musical short subject that Paramount produced called A Song is Born. And Mr. Frank Lesser and Hoagie Carmichael appeared in that film as well, who actually wrote that great tune, A Standard. And we opened up with a classic by Burton Lane and Frank Lesser from the movie Coconut Grove, recorded on the Vocalion label in New York on April 20th, 1938, Dolly Dawn. On the vocal with Mr. George Hall and his orchestra. Love is in the air here in Jeff's Joint. Here's three by Cole Porter. Starting out May 19, 1939, we bring you the smoothies along with the great, wonderful Hal Kemp and his orchestra. Thank you. 
appetizing young love for sale. Love that's fresh and still unspoiled. Love that's only slightly soiled. Love, yes, come get my love. I got it right here for sale. Ooh, we'll buy. Who would like to sample my supply? Who's prepared to pay the price? For a trip to paradise, love, oh, say. Let the poets pipe of love in their childish way. I know every type of love better far than they. If you want the thrill of love, I've been through the mill of love, oh, love, mill love, every love but true love, love.
Is it an earthquake or simply a shock? Is it the good turtle soup or merely the mouth? Is it a cocktail, this feeling of joy? Or is what I feel the real McCoy? Is it for all time or simply a lark? Is it Granada I see or only Asbury Park? Is it a fancy not worth thinking of? Or is it at long last love? beautiful Victor Studios, released on the Bluebird label. That was Mr. Ozzie Nelson and his orchestra from September 7th, 1938, a tune that was written by Cole Porter for a short-lived show that starred Clifton Webb, Lupe Velez, and Libby Holman, a little short-lived show called You Never Know. But that song came out of it, a classic. And before that, we heard What Is This Thing Called Love? And that was from September 27th, 1938. New York City, recorded in the beautiful Victor Studios, released on Bluebird. That was Artie Shaw and his great orchestra, featuring Buddy Rich on the drums. And that came out of a show in 1930 called Wake Up and Dream, not to be confused with Russ Columbo's last motion picture. But that was a Broadway show that also flopped, but the tune was a hit. What is this thing called, love? And we opened up with Love for Sale, Hal Kemp and his orchestra, recorded in New York in the Victor Studios, May 19, 1939. And that came out of a show in 1930 called The New Yorkers that starred James Durante. This is KSVY 91.3 FM, and you're listening to Jeff's Joint. And soon we're going back to the golden age of radio. But here's a Joe Young classic, a tune that he wrote back in 1932. And this was recorded in Hollywood, California on...
Crosby, along with Jimmy Greer, the musical host of the coast in his orchestra from June 9, 1933, recorded in Los Angeles in the Brunswick Studios, Victor Young and Ned Washington wrote My Love, Mr. Bing. And before that, August 3, 1932, in the studios of Victor in Hollywood, Russ Colombo and his orchestra with a Joe Young special, The Lady I Love. And young Tony Martin was playing the clarinet and uh, saxophone in that orchestra at that time. This is KSVY 91.3 FM, and we're going back now to the golden age of radio, February 14th, 1937, a J-E-L-L-O program starring the one and only Jack Benny and his gang, with Kenny Baker, the vocalist, and a very special guest star, Yowza, Yowza, Yowza. The Jell-O Program, starring Jack Benny with Mary Livingston and Phil Harris and his orchestra. The orchestra opens the program with Swing the Jinx Away from the picture Born to Dance. Today is St. Valentine's Day, a day that makes you think of gaiety and color. A day when people giving Valentine parties are serving Jell-O because Jell-O is such a gay, colorful, delicious dessert. And Jell-O is as popular at everyday meals as it is at parties. For Jell-O is good to look at, easy to make, and delicious to taste. Everybody everywhere is sure to give Jell-O's refreshing taste of fresh ripe fruit the grand reception it deserves. So add a final triumphant colorful note to your menus. Serve a great gleaming dish of Jell-O for dessert soon. But be sure you get genuine Jell-O, for only real Jell-O has that extra-rich fruit flavor. Flavor that comes from fresh, ripe fruit. So order Jell-O tomorrow from your grocer, but be sure you get genuine Jell-O. Look for the big red letters on the box.
Ladies and gentlemen, on this same Valentine's Day many years ago in the little town of Waukegan, Illinois, there was cause for great rejoicing. For on that day in a certain household, a little bundle of joy made his entrance into the world. So now we bring you... Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. an original greeting. How'd you fellas ever think of those words? Come on, Jack. How about a speech? What do you yeah, want? Yeah, no, no. Well, well, this is rather embarrassing. I would like to say something, but I'm, I'm kind of all choked up. So I'll just say thanks a million, a million thanks to you. That's original, too. <laughs> Never mind the speech, Jack. We just want to wish you many happy returns today and hope that we'll all be with you on your next birthday. Well, thanks, Phil. I feel the same way. And to prove it, Jack, I'm going to give you a great big kiss. So am I. You stay out of this, Kenny. <laughs> All right, come on, Mary. I'll give me the kiss. Hmm. Ah. Huh? <laughs> Mary, how, uh, how was that? Hmm, not bad. Pretty good, huh? No, just not bad. <laughs> Well, after all, Mary, you know, we're in front of an audience. Say, Jack, I was going to bring you a cake, but I didn't know how many candles to put on it. Oh, yes, and by the way, Jack, how old are you? Well, I'm, uh, well, I'm in the neighborhood of 35. <laughs> I thought you moved from there. <laughs> yes, but not far. On a clear day, I can still see 35. <laughs> Well, birthdays do come along fast, don't they, Jack? Yes, sir. Here today in the Townsend plan tomorrow. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's life. Come in. Mr. Benny? Oh, you again. What is it this time? May this, your birthday, bring you boundless joy, supreme happiness, and the realization of your fondest dreams. Well, thanks. Now, please tell me, who are you? Western Union greeting number 87. <laughs> Goodbye. That guy could be sent any place in the United States for a quarter, and he has to come here. Oh, Jack, uh, to forget the ribbing for a moment, uh, the gang and I got together to buy your birthday gift, and, well, uh, yes? or you tell it, Barry. Well, Jack, we got together, and we didn't know what to buy you. Oh, you didn't have to bother with anything. So we all chipped in and went to see your picture, College Holiday. <laughs> Well, that, that's what I call a real tribute. But you might have invited me to the picture. Oh, you wouldn't have liked it. <laughs> well, Kenny, I can make allowances for the rest of the game, but I certainly thought that you'd come through with a present. I did, Jack. But I thought I'd wait until everybody went home before giving it to you. Oh, what is it, Kenny? Well, I feel kind of silly. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, come on now. What is it? I baked you a cake. <laughs> Well, thanks, Kenny. It's nothing to be ashamed of. Wait till you eat it. Here you are, Jack. Oh, it's lovely. And such nice icing on it. Where are the candles? Inside the cake. Well, that's a surprise. I hope the wax doesn't get caught in my teeth. I was going to bring you one, too, Jack, but I don't know how to bake a cake. Oh, that's all right, Mary. So I baked a potato. Here. <laughs> oh, a real Idaho. <laughs> 
Jack, uh, not to be outdone by the others, I didn't bake a cake, but I brought you a beautiful dish of molded raspberry jello. Oh. And on top of it, I have your name spelled out in sliced bananas. <laughs> That's sweet, but you, you only have one N in Benny. Well, I was hungry. Mm. I sure get a lot of presents. This must be the Prudence Benny's cooking school. And now, Jack, if everybody will be quiet for a minute, I've got something that I want to read to you. If it's a poem, I'll die. Well, topple over. Here it comes. <laughs> All right, go ahead. <clears throat> oh, Jack Benny, oh, Jack Benny, this is sure your lucky day. Though everybody brings you presents, I would rather shout, hey, hey. Well, that's inexpensive. Uh, with the wrinkles on your forehead and your silver streaked with hair... Silver streaked with hair. Well, it won't rhyme the other way. Oh. If you'd been twins when you were born, gee, you'd make a lovely pair. Old Jack Benny. Oh. Uh, wait, a uh, wait a minute. There's more. Well, the audience knows what they're doing. Oh, Phil, you better go into your number before Mary overrules the audience. Okay. Come in. Postal telegram for Jack Benny. Well, we got both companies in nicely. Uh, right here, bud. Happy birthday, Mr. Benny. Thank you. Hmm. Well, get this. Uh, dear Mr. Benny, stop. Very sincere congratulations on your birthday. Stop. You certainly fooled us again. Who's it from, Jack? The Metropolitan Life Insurance Company. <laughs> Play, Phil. I'll fool them plenty many more years.
played by Phil Harrison as orchestra. And, Phil, I want to tell you those boys of yours are in great shape today. Well, Jack, they know it's your birthday. Oh. In fact, they've asked me if it's all right, they'd like to pay you a little tribute. Why, certainly, Phil. I think it's awfully nice of them. After all, they're part of our little company. Okay. Give it to him, boys. Happy birthday to Jack Benny. Hmm. Greetings, Jack, from us to you. Well, if you're going to give a party... Don't be cheap. Invite us, too. <laughs> That's cute, yeah. Well, thanks. Thanks, boys, for that lovely sentiment and hint. Say, Jack. Yeah? What about the bee? Are you going to play it tonight? Well, Phil, I wanted to, but you know my violin was stolen last week. Oh, Mary, did you put that ad in the paper like I told you to? Uh, yes, here's a copy of it. Oh. Lost, straight, or stolen, Jack Benny's violin. Answers to the name of Stratty and limps on one string. What? Uh, white spot on tail, owner heartbroken. Mary, is that an ad for my violin? Yes, and my uncle's dog. Mm. <laughs> a fine thing. By the time I get the violin back, it'll have fleas. What's the difference? You'd scratch it anyway. <laughs> Everybody's a critic here. <laughs> Whom do you think could have taken it, Jack? Oh, I don't know, Don. I don't know. It, gee, it's... Couldn't have been Heifetz. He has a violin. You didn't hide it yourself, did you, Jack? Don't be so ridiculous. Well, I was only asking. Well, don't ask a smart question. Yeah. I wish I could help you out, Jack, but there are no violins in my orchestra. Well, I'm sorry, too, Phil, because I'm really in rare form tonight, and I know I could do justice to the bee. I know. Come in. <laughs> Here comes Andy now. Glad to see you. Just ought to drop up, Jack, and wish you a happy birthday. Well, thanks, Andy. <laughs> and I brought you a little present. Here it is, a combination necktie and suspenders. Mm, that's quite a novelty, uh, necktie and suspenders. How does it work? Well, you put it on like an ordinary tie, and you see this hole in the bottom? Yeah. Well, just fasten that onto your trousers. Well, won't that, uh, won't that choke me? Yes, but your pants won't fall down. <laughs> I know that, Andy, but it'll still choke me. Well, what would you rather do, breathe or blush? <laughs> I'd rather breathe. Then I'll blush. So long, Jack. <laughs> Say, Jack, do you know a good lawyer? A lawyer? Why? Did you hear what Fred Allen said about me Wednesday night? Oh, don't worry about that, Andy. He's been talking about me for weeks. Yeah, and I thought he was pretty funny until Wednesday. Oh. Well, Andy, don't take it to heart. Look what he said about me. He said I was so anemic that if I walked by a pack of bloodhounds, they they wouldn't even look up. <laughs> I like that one. Oh, you're dead, huh? Yeah, believe me, those hounds would look up if Alan walked by. They would? Sure, he looks like a dog biscuit. <laughs> Nice work, Andy. Nice work. Say, Andy, come on out in the hall with me. I got a couple of gags about Alan that are real stingers. Yes? Sure. Kenny, are you ready for your song? Why can't I sing out in the hall? You stay right here and sing. <laughs> come on, Andy. Come in. Uh, special delivery for Jack Benny. Take it, Mary. Okay. You coming, Jack? Be right with you, Andy. Oh, Jack, look. It's a comic valentine. It's from Fred Allen. Oh, yeah? And it's got a cartoon of you playing a fiddle. Hmm, well, let's hear what stupid, I mean, Cupid's got to say. 
Uh, roses are red, violinists are blue, all over the country on account of you. That's very funny. Come on out in the hall, Andy. Now I'll really tell you something. That Alan is so anemic that if he ever That was a peach. Say, that's funnier than anything he ever said. Yeah. That was Kenny Baker singing, carrying me back to the Lone Prairie. Oh, Jack. Yeah? A telegram came in for you while Kenny was singing. Well, give it to me. Oh, it's from my father. Good old dad. I knew he wouldn't forget my birthday. What does it say, Jack? It says, dear son, received your old suit with the patch pockets and pants. Please send buttons, Dad. <laughs> Some sentiment. Well, that's our code, meaning happy birthday. <laughs> Buttons he wants yet. Come in. Mr. Benny? Yes? I want to take this opportunity. Hey, wait a minute. Look, fellas, look who's here. The old maestro, Ben Burns. 
Yowza, yowza. Well, Ben, I'm sure glad to see you. What brings you up here? Well, I heard it was your birthday, Jack, so I thought I'd come up and rub it in. <laughs> well, I, I can depend on that. Uh, yowza. And, Jack, I brought you a little present. Here you are. A box of cigars, and I hope you'll like them. Well, well, and my, my favorite brand. Thanks, Ben. You're welcome, my lad. Hey, this box is half empty. What's the idea? It's my favorite brand, too. <laughs> Yowza. Say, Mary, see that guy's funny. Who is he? I don't know. Some orchestra leader. Mary. Ben, uh, you know Mary, don't you? Oh, sure. Hello, Mary. How are you? Fine, Ben. How are you and all the cads? <laughs> That's lads, not cads. Don't tell me about those guys. <laughs> you put that over. Don't, don't mind her, Ben. She's only kidding. Hey, Kenny. Kenny, this is Ben Burney, the famous orchestra leader. Well, hello, Kenny. Do you need a good tenor? Kenny. Gee, I want to get ahead, too. Mm-hmm. Well, come over and see me, Kenny. After all, money isn't everything. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's fine. That's fine loyalty, Kenny. Let him go, Jack. I'm available. <laughs> Working it up there, huh? <laughs> Some other time, Andy. Say, Ben, I want you to meet our maestro, to coin an expression. Uh, uh, this is Phil Harris, the orchestra leader. With what band? <laughs> mm, pardon me, uh, I didn't get your name. I'm Ben Burney, the old maestro. Uh-huh, well, I'm Phil Harris, the young maestro. <laughs> I can see you two fellas are going to hit it off all right, uh, you know, Phil, Ben and I are supposed to look uh, quite a bit alike. Yes, there is a resemblance. Yeah, between the two of you, you got a nice head of hair. <laughs> Nobody asked you. Hey, Jack, what am I around here, an orphan? Oh, little orphan Andy. I'm sorry, Andy. Ben, I want you to meet Andy Devine. You've probably heard his voice on our program the last few weeks. Well, doggone it, I thought that was static. Static? I was right. <laughs> I'd like to introduce myself, uh, Mr. Burney. I'm Don Wilson, the announcer here. You know. Oh, you're the fellow that talks about Jello, like our announcer talks about good old keg line. Yes, only your product holds just one delicious flavor. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, aren't they subtle? Hey, Ben. Ben, you and Winchell are making a picture out of 20th Century Fox, aren't you? Yeah, it's called Wake Up and Live. Mm, wake Up and Live. Must be dedicated to Fred Allen. <laughs> Say, uh, there's a very good friend of mine in that picture, Jack Haley. Who? Haley, Jack Haley. Haley? I can't seem to place him. Well, you probably didn't meet him. He plays the lead. <laughs> now, wait a minute, Jack. I saw you in your last picture, College Holiday. So what? You didn't even meet the director. Is that so? I was in a lot of scenes in that picture. Yeah, right behind Burns and Allen. Well. Gee, if they turn the film around, Jack will be right up in front. <laughs> Kenny, you're a genius. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, 
Stick around, Ben. Stick around. Phil's going to play something. You might as well hear some good music. All right, Jack. It'll seem just like Tuesday night. How about it? Uh, come on, Phil. Show him what you can do. Oh, no. I'm not going to do any of my tricks with Bernie standing here. Don't worry, Phil. I'll stand right in front of him. Play, boy. <laughs> and directed by Maestro Harris. How'd you like it, Maestro Bernie? I thought it was great, Maestro. Well, thanks for calling me Maestro, Ben. Alan doesn't even think I'm a musician. Say, Ben, did you hear what Alan said about me Wednesday night? You? Look what he said about me two weeks ago. Yeah, and he keeps saying that I'm anemic. He does, eh? Why, that guy Alan is so anemic that if you hit him in the face, he'd have to owe you a nosebleed. <laughs> You didn't muffin tonight, that's good. <laughs> Say, Ben. I think. Uh, ben, uh, come here a minute. Come here, I want to talk to you. Yeah. You know, just man to man. What's on now, your mind? Now, he's supposed to be funny, but uh, I can't see that fellow, Alan, can you? No, I can't. I can't see him either. <laughs> Mary, what are you laughing at? Three blind maestros. <laughs> Well, you earned that laugh. Huh? Oh, Jack. Yes, Kenny. Wasn't that cavalcade he did of you and your ancestors a knockout? Well, it didn't impress me that way. And incidentally, folks, tonight as a special attraction, we have a little surprise for you. After much research, thought, and preparation, we are going to present the highlights in the life of Fred Allen. Curtain. Take it, boys. <laughs> You have just heard the highlight in the life of Fred Allen. Say, Jack, speaking of silence, when are you going to play the bee? 
Well, Ben, I I did want to play it tonight, but you know, last week somebody stole my violin. Yeah, I heard about that. And to show you what a pal I am, I brought my violin over, and you're welcome to use it. Well, thanks, Ben, but to do justice to the number, I really should play it on my own violin. You see, mine is a Rembrandt. Uh, Rembrandt? <laughs> well, Michelangelo whittled out mine. Who was Stradivarius, a plumber? Oh, oh that's, that's the, the fella. <laughs> Say, Jack, my violin is outside my car, and I'll bring it right in. Better bring Rubidoff in, too. Quiet, Mary. Oh, don't bother, Ben. No, I'll be right back. Oh, he shouldn't run out without a hat at his age. <laughs> well, Jack, it looks like we're in for a musical treat tonight. Yes, Don, I'm afraid. I mean, I guess so, yeah. <laughs> Well, go to it, old boy, and remember my band's right behind you. Thanks, Phil. You remember those special instructions I gave you? To play loud. Yeah, no, no. Uh, good luck on the B, Jack. And remember, it don't mean a thing if it ain't got that sting. <laughs> It'll be all right, Mary. It's my big moment, thanks to Ben butting in. Say, I wonder what's keeping him anyway. Oh, he'll be back soon. Don't worry about him. You better run out and get him, Kenny. But Kenny's got to sing. I did sing. Oh. I'll get him, Jack. <laughs> Well, <laughs> well, Don, you might as well give me that big build-up again. Go ahead, introduce me. Right. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Jack Benny will now play Schubert's immortal classic, The Bee. <laughs> Jack! 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 What is it, Kenny? Ben Bernie has disappeared. Disappeared? Oh, oh. How do you know? I just saw two men grab a hold of him and push him into their car. Two men, eh? Yeah, and one of them looked like your chauffeur. <laughs> Why, it, it couldn't have been. That's a fine way to treat a guest. Well, this thing has gone far enough. First my violin disappears, then Bernie. If one more thing happens, I'll call the police. Oh, Jack, look! What's that? Someone threw a stone. Gee, and you haven't even played yet. <laughs> look, Jack, there's a note tied to it. Hmm, it might be a clue. Read it, Don. What does it say? It says, This will be continued next Sunday night. Who threw the stone? Who wrote the note? Who won the fifth race at Santa Anita? Who knows where Bernie is? Who cares, Playboys? <laughs> Everybody knows that old saying about the way to a man's heart. And there's no doubt about it, good food surely does make a good impression. So if that certain somebody is coming to your house for dinner soon, here's something that's bound to make a hit with him. It's made with Jell-O, and it's called Midwinter Dessert. And this is how you make it. Dissolve one package of cherry Jell-O in one pint of hot water. Turn into a shallow pan, chill until firm, and then cut into cubes. After that, arrange grapefruit sections in sherbet glasses and top with cubes of cherry jello, garnishing this grand combination with slices of banana. Wait till you see the reception it gets. It's a dessert that looks like a million dollars and tastes more. Better order some jello tomorrow and serve the midwinter dessert for dinner. 
But be sure you get genuine Jell-O, for only Jell-O has that extra-rich fruit flavor. Look for the big red letters on the box. They spell Jell-O. This is the uh, last number of the 20th program in the new Jell-O series, and we'll be with you again next Sunday night at the same time. I'd like to thank Ben Burney for coming up here tonight, and I hope he shows up on his own program next Tuesday. Well, Jack, uh, I understand that you and Mary are going to do Brewster's Millions on the air tomorrow night. Is that right? Yes, Don. We're going to dabble in the drama a bit. Of course, it isn't exactly Hamlet, but it's a start. <laughs> huh, Mary? All the world's a stage. To be or not to be, that is... Quiet, quiet. Good night, folks. <laughs> program starring Jack Benny with Mary Livingston came to you from the NBC studios in Hollywood over the red network of the National Broadcasting Company. KSVY Sonoma.
and good afternoon, and welcome back to Jeff's Joint right here on KSVY 91.3 FM. That was Glenn Miller and his great orchestra in the year of 1939, recorded in the Bluebird Studios, the Victor Studios in New York in April of that year, a tune that was adapted from Tchaikovsky's Fifth Symphony, Second Movement, Moon Love, a number one hit at the time. And we heard the Jack Benny program from February 14th, 1937, sponsored, of course, by good old Jello, with Mr. Ben Bernie Yowza on the uh, guest list there, along with Andy Devine and the regulars. This is KSVY, and we invite you to stay with us for another 50 minutes or so right here in the studio off the main studios of KSVY, where love is in the air. And we're ready to roll once again with another beautiful recording that was done in 1941 on May 20th in New York in the Columbia Studios, an Edward Heyman and Dana Suisse tune that was originally written back in 1932 from a composition that Dana Suisse composed called Jazz Nocturne. Edward Heyman came along, wrote the words to it, became a big hit. But in 1941, it was an old tune that became new again, and we hope it happens again. My Silent Love, Harry James and his orchestra with Mr. Mr. Dick Hames.
love of mine goes on and on though life is empty since you It's lonesome through the day And oh I cry my heart out. It's bound to break Since nothing For you, 
faded long ago. I wish I didn't need your kiss. Why must your kiss torture me as long as this? I might be smiling by now with some new tender friends smiling by now with my heart on the mend but when I try something in that heart says no you're still there I wish I didn't love you so Recorded in 1947 in the Victor Studios of New York, I Wish I Didn't Love You So, written by the great Frank Lesser. That was Vaughn Monroe and his orchestra and the Moon Maids, with a tune that Frank Lesser wrote for the Betty Hutton film called The Perils of Pauline on the Paramount lot down in Hollywood, along with her co-star. I can't remember his name right now. He was also John Lund. There you go. And we opened up with... Uh, my Silent Love, Dick Hames and Harry James. And in the middle there, we had Frank Sinatra from 1941 with that sentimental gentleman of swing, Mr. Tommy Dorsey and his lovely trombone solo of This Love of Mine. And Frank Sinatra co-wrote that tune. This is Jeff's Joint on KSVY. Every Monday between 11 a.m. and 1 p.m., we are on the air here with the Great American Songbook and more, and featuring the Golden Age of Radio. Let's go back to 1943 right now to the Victor Studios in New York. Al Lewis and Mabel Wayne wrote a great little tune, and here's Paul Weston and his orchestra along with Miss Dinah Shore. Why don't you fall in love with me? <laughs> Why don't you fall in love with me? You're driving me crazy, baby, trying to guess. Will you tell me no or will you tell me yes? You gotta go overboard for 
trust someone someday Believe it or not, it's bound to be As long as you're not in love with anyone else Why don't you fall in love with me? Yeah. 
wouldn't care You're so enchanting, people must stare You're the dream that dreamers want to dream about You're the breath of spring that lovers get about or mad about Who wouldn't love you, who wouldn't buy The west side of heaven if you just winked your eye You're the answer to my every prayer, darling Who wouldn't love you, who wouldn't care From 1942, The Old Professor, Kay Kaiser, and his orchestra featuring Trudy Irwin and Mr. Harry Babbitt on the vocal of Who Wouldn't Love You? Big hit for those people. A million-selling recording. And Taking a Chance on Love, Benny Goodman along with his vocalist at the time, Helen Forrest from 1943, a Fletcher Henderson orchestration. From the movie Cabin in the Sky in 1940 on Broadway, that was original. And then in 1943, Vincent Minnelli, of course, made the all-star black cast of uh, Cabin in the Sky at MGM with Eddie Rochester Anderson and the lovely and talented Ethel Waters and the lovely Lena Horne. Lena Horne. Excuse me, Lena Horne. Anyway, this is KSVY 91.3 at 1227. Here we are in the beautiful studios off the main studios of KSVY here in Jeff's Joint. Here's a great band that was very famous back in the 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, and up until the 1990s when his son finally uh, stopped uh, having the band tour. Russ Morgan's orchestra with their theme song that Russ also wrote, Does Your Heart Beat for Me, right here on a 78.
a blessing from above you must learn each rule when you're going to school when you're in love love will gently pet you and then upset you with a shove whether big or small you learn how to crawl when you're in love love's a train You're always traveling, but you don't know where you're bound. Love's a game, you keep unraveling, it's a merry, merry-go-round. Love is bound to hit you, so make it fit you, just like a glove. You're a beggar alone, but a king on a throne, when you're in love. in Los Angeles on the, at the Brunswick Studios, October 19th, 1934. Ted Fiorito and his orchestra featuring Muzzy Marcelino on the vocal. That tune was written for a Russ Colombo film called Wake Up and Dream, When You're in Love. And, unfortunately, Russ Colombo died September 2nd, 1934, and that movie was released after he had passed away. To a lot of his fans, that was a very sad moment, but great to see Russ up on the screen at the beginnings of his wonderful career that was cut short by an accidental shooting. This is KSVY 91.3 FM, and up on the turntable, we have a... Well, wait a minute, and i got to tell you what else we played there. We played It's Love I'm After by Dick Jurgens and his orchestra, and that was from September 21st, 1936, a tune written for Pigskin Parade, a 20th Century Fox film that marked Judy Garland's first appearance in a major motion picture and she introduced that tune in the film that was eddie howard from alameda california on the vocal and dick jurgens from sacramento his orchestra and that was recorded on a movie tone uh recording a 78 rpm fox movie tone records right here on our turntable and we also heard uh does your heart beat for me russ morgan's theme song from 1939 along with the trio and Mr. Russ Morgan wrote that along with Mitchell Parrish and Mr. Arnold Johnson. This is KSVY, as I said before, and up on the turntable, we have another 78 up here, a tune that Mr. Dick Jurgens co-wrote with my good friend, Mr. Ronnie Kemper, back in 1939. Recorded in the Bluebird Studios, of course, RCA Victor in New York, but released on Bluebird, it's a hundred to one I'm in love.
It's a hundred to one I'm in love It's a hundred to two that it's you It's a hundred to three What a lucky boy I'll be When you're in my arms With all your loving charms It's a hundred to four There'll be more It's a hundred to five Love's arrived It's a hundred six and seven on my way to heaven, it's a hundred to one, I'm in love. Anything that rhymes with romance The odds are always with me So come on, take a chance It's a hundred to one, I'm in love It's a hundred to two, that is you It's a hundred to three What a lucky boy I'll be When you're in my arms With all your loving charms It's a hundred to four, there'll be more it's a hundred to five loves arrive. It's a hundred six and seven that I'm on my way to heaven. It's a hundred to one I'm in love. Lights may be blinking when you 
get that sinking spell. Cupid gets around back and forth. Now it's North Carolina, then it's China. Doesn't seem to matter at all. You can fall on a hayride or a sleigh ride. So wear a suit of armor when you go out to play. Cause love, love, love is where you find it and you'll find it out someday. Sosnick and his orchestra backing up Kenny Baker 
on April 22, 1938, in the Los Angeles studios of Decca. One of the last tune that the Messrs. Gershwin wrote, George and Ira, that is, Love Walked In for the Goldwyn Follies, a great movie in color, in beautiful technicolor. And before that, we heard Love is Where You Find It, Jimmy Dorsey and his orchestra with Bob Eberly vocally from the Los Angeles studios of DECA, July 29, 1938. One of my favorite Pat O'Brien movies, Garden of the Moon, that came out of along with Jack, uh, what's his name? John Payne was in that film as an orchestra leader, written by Mr. Al Dubin and Harry Warren and Johnny Mercer. Love is where you find it. See that movie today on Turner Classic Movies. They play it 24 hours a day anyway. This is KSVY, and we opened up with Dick Todd, the Canadian Crosby, with a tune that Dick Jurgens and Ronnie Kemper wrote back in 1939. It's a 100 to 1 I'm in love. This has been Jeff's Joint, and we'll be back again next week with more fun. But before we go... How about a little Guy Lombardo? Because what's a day without Guy Lombardo? Lumbago? Imagine you imagining that you love me And starting on a family tree Imagine starting on a family tree The mama is you and the papa is me If your heart goes bumpity-bump It's love, love, love If your throat comes up with a lump It's love, love, love If your knees go knockity-knock It's love, love, love If you cuckoo like the cuckoo in the clock it's Go knockety-knock It's love, love, love If you cuckoo like the cuckoo in the clock Feeling 
And if you're wise, you'll realize that you can't run away from love tonight. Not while there's a moon above tonight. We've a rendezvous that. We just can't evade a little kiss or two. Are you afraid? I'm going to hold you close to me tonight. In the dark, I'll make you see the light. The dawn may find you gone. That's quite all right. But you can't run away from love Mr. Dick Powell from 1937 in the DECA Studios in Hollywood, California. Al Dubin and Harry Warren wrote that for Mr. Powell for the movie The Singing Marine back in 1937 on the Warner Brother lot. A great little film with Alan Jenkins and the lovely Jane Darwell. You Can't Run Away from Love Tonight. And we opened up with Mac David's tune with Skip Nelson on the vocal from 1944 in the DECA Studios of New York, Guy Lombardo and his Royal Canadians, and the trio with its love, love, love. It has been love, and it's always love here in Jeff's Joint, and we're glad that you've joined us, and we hope you'll tune in again right here on KSVY 91.3 FM every Monday from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. as we end your morning and begin your afternoon with the Great American Songbook. I want to thank all of you out there for tuning in, and please, please join us again right here in the studio off the main studios where the password is always Swordfish to join the young old-timers. Until next time, thanks again for listening. Keep your sunny side up, and please always do it with your pants on.
Tweet, tweet. God bless you and pleasant.